Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is the owner of Sam Lee Cosmetics, Ms. Samara Dinkins. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Yeah. First of all, I want to congratulate you on hitting your one-year anniversary. It was like a couple of weeks back, correct? Yes, August the 10th was the official launch date of Sam Lee. So this past August 10th made one year that we have officially been in business. How did it feel to hit that one year mark? You know, in, in light of everything that's going on, I had to make myself, I sort of had to remind myself in a way because I was so distracted by the everything between the 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 pandemic and the social justice movement, everything that we've been inundated with. I had to, you know, when August came around, I was like, oh my goodness, it's almost been a year, you know. So <laughs> so um it wasn't I I mean last year, if you would have asked me what are you planning to do when you reach the one year mark? I would have gave you a laundry list of things I would have been doing or I would I plan to do. And unfortunately, under the circumstances, that wasn't really possible. So, but I'm blessed. I'm thankful. I'm uh, the fact that I even made it is blows my mind. Let's talk about COVID. Like what kind of effect did that have on business? Oh, it essentially, it, it had a tremendous effect because, um, because of the nature of the products that I provide, the, the, everything between the social distancing piece and the mask mandates pretty much makes my products in a sense sort of, I don't want to say obsolete, but mm. people aren't really wearing lipstick if they have to wear a mask. You know? Oh, shit. I forgot so, about that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there are people, don't get me wrong, There's there are many people, many uh, women like myself who I wear lipstick. I don't care what kind of mask I have on, how cold, <laughs> hot it is outside. It's just a part of my daily attire. So, I'm going to wear lipstick, but everybody, you know, uh, everybody didn't necessarily feel that way. But I'm confident that as we become more acclimated to our new normal, people are going to find ways to integrate the, the little normalcies that we had in our everyday back into the equation. So, um, and so now, you know, I just had to re-strategize like, okay, so all the focus is going to be on the eyes now. And that wasn't really... <laughs> A lane I was trying to get into, but I'm I'm toying with the idea. Oh, so you do offer products for the eyes? Um, t- like I said, I'm toying with the idea. I really wanted to stay in this space because this is the space that I know. I don't really, and I think we talked about this before. I don't really do the whole full face makeup thing, and um. I didn't want to, and like I, lipstick is just my passion. That's just my thing. And I wanted to stick to that. But like I said, I've been toying with the idea. I've been experimenting with a few things and talking to 
um, my, my lab about doing some things, but I haven't quite decided. I'm trying to see where this pandemic goes and because people still need lipstick for virtual meetings too. So I, I, I still see the need for it. It's just, it, it truly has impacted the way that I do business. Because you, you know, because you were just starting off and you, and during that process of COVID, you hadn't even hit a year. Were you ever fearful that you might not even make it a year? Oh my gosh. Yes. I was at, I guess I was at about five or six months when the pandemic hit and I was terrified. I was terrified because I just didn't know. I didn't know how businesses were going to be affected and I had things lined up. So even, even uh, there were some indirect effects that it had on me because for example, if I was planning pop-up shops, if those businesses were shut down or subject to the, the mandates, then that affected my ability to do business as well. So I had, uh, I had it was it affected me on on different levels from you know different as at different aspects and it's been it's been rough but I know it's been rough for a lot of businesses and just people in general so I'm just trying to figure it all out. <laughs> what what gave you the strength to just keep going? I came too far. <laughs> I, I was too far. I, I've come too far to turn back. So even though all I saw was blue water in front of me, <laughs> where I came from was so far away that turning back wasn't an option. So um, I just, I, you know, at this point, I'm too vested to even consider turning back. And if, you know, if it's in the cards for me, to do that, then I'll, I'll address that or I'll get to, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. But in the meantime, and there's been some days where I've been like, is this really something I should be doing? Or maybe I shouldn't. And I always get that, you know, that little confirmation that you get from the universe whenever you're starting to feel doubtful and just like, am I really supposed to be here? Mm. And then you get that little nudge, that reminder, like, girl, keep going. Like, dude, keep going. You know? So like I said, I'm too far out in the water to even think about turning back. <laughs> <laughs> this is just what it is. You're in the middle of the ocean now. So. I'm in the middle of the ocean. I can't see land anywhere around me. So it's no point in turning back because I have a better chance if I keep going. I know what's back there. I've been there, right. done that. So, um, you know, I, I just, I got to continue the journey because that's where the rewards are. Um, I've learned a lot over the past year, probably more than I wanted to know, but it's, it's suiting me. So. What's some of the biggest lessons you've learned over the past year? Oh my goodness. I don't think we have all night, all <laughs> month. I just, I guess, I guess one of the biggest takeaways from this past 
year is to be flexible. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, like I said, even with the even before the pandemic, there were things that I had planned out to a T and I had to go back and sort of tweak and modify those plans because there was always some some factor that wasn't considered in the process of me developing these plans and or or some some wrench that got thrown into the process. So when COVID came, that that was just the biggest wrench, but I think one of the major lessons that I've learned so far is to be as nimble as possible. So yeah. I would definitely say that. As far as support, how's that been? Have you been getting the support that you, like when you initially launched, are you getting the support you thought you would get? A little more, a little less? What would you say it is? You know what? I, I'm sure you read the, the, the blog that I posted, which was almost like a year in review. I did. And, and, what support looks like or looked like for me. And it hasn't been what I expected from where I expected, I should say. So I think there were times before I launched that I had this idea in mind that I would get support from one place or from one group and maybe not so much from the other. And that actually turned out to be the direct opposite of what <laughs> I thought. So, you know, support comes from the unlikeliest of places and that's what I found. You know, some people, I, I've learned a lot about people. <laughs> I've learned a lot about business and personal relationships and just how those things intersect when you are doing something that is passionate to you and that you love and that you poured your heart into and you expect at least the people that's closest to you that sort of watched you do this to be endless when it comes to support. And that's, that's not all. Your baby isn't always everybody else's baby, you know? Yeah. So. How do you how do you feel like when you don't get the support from the people that you thought you would get it from? Like, what does that do to you? At first, I was so hurt. Honestly, I was so hurt. And it really, I think if I wasn't so busy and I wasn't wearing so many different hats, it probably would have hindered me from moving forward in a lot of ways, but sometimes I was too busy to even care or too busy to even focus on where the support was coming from or where it wasn't. And when I would get the opportunities to sort of, you know, pause and just reflect on the week or the month and I would you know, do my financials and that sort of thing. And I'm looking and I'm like, or I'm just sort of playing the week back or the days prior back in my head. And I'm realizing that I'm not really seeing certain or I'm, or I'm, I'm finding out 
or certain behaviors being exposed to me. And it's, it's, it's not, it wasn't, it's not just like a one-off thing. It's something that's, okay, this is the way this person is going to respond in the support area. So I think it was just important for me to adjust my expectations because sometimes, which I find, found out, some people may not necessarily know what support looks like for you or me. And if we are not really willing to be completely transparent and have those conversations with people, I think it's not really fair to put that sort of pressure on them and they don't have any understanding of what you deem as being supportive because in their mind, they may feel like they're being supportive, but in your mind, you may feel like, okay, all right, what's up? <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's talk about that for a quick second. Cause I, I'm not sure everybody knows what support look like. So in your words, what does support look like? I think support can be, I think support is to some degree, it can be sacrificial, you know, it can, it can be to the extent where you may be sacrificing something to show another person's support. And then on the other hand, it can be something that's very subtle, but still effective. Like, for example, sharing a post or tagging a small business it doesn't necessarily have to mean financial support you don't necessarily have to purchase the product to show support or purchase the service but for me i think that there's a range and that range can go can be as little as like i said sharing a pose to um actually purchasing the product or the services and referring the the the, per, the company to others so i think there's a there's a spectrum and um any like i said any support in my opinion can be a positive but i was finding in the past year that there are some people who will just not do the bare minimum so <laughs> And that should be okay. That's, that's, it has to be okay. You, I think as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you have to be okay with the no's and the rejection and the criticisms and the non-support. Yeah. Wow. What that, that blog you wrote, like I, I really enjoyed it. And, um, Oh, thank you. I'm glad yeah, you did. It was it was really good. What was your what was your mindset? What made you decide to write that? Because it was I'm gonna tell you something. It really was informative. Like it was heartfelt. It made me think. And I, I enjoy anything that makes me think. So what was your mindset going into writing that blog? Like what was your purpose for writing it? Like I said, it was more so like a year in review and when I started the blog, my whole intention was to help and inform people like yourself. I think that any venture or that we're undertaking or, or any, anything that we're doing, 
and it doesn't have that component of um, humanitarianism and just reaching back and trying to be helpful in some way, I think we would be doing ourselves and our audience a disservice. So when I started the blog, it was always with the intention of just sharing my experience and being completely transparent about it and um, just making sure that I was providing or being some sort of a resource to people who had a similar a goal in mind or was in the process of starting a cosmetic line or a business of any kind for that matter. So yeah, my, my mindset was just on letting people know the, what's, what the really real is like, okay, you, when you start, don't be expecting, <laughs> don't be expecting your people to be out there lined up because that's, that may not be the case, but that cannot stop you. You can't let that stop you. So that was my whole mindset. So. Are you, are you actually going to continue to write blogs? Is that going to be something you do regularly or? Yeah, that's my plan. That was always my plan uh, to have some sort of, um, like I said, to have some sort of resources available for people who may need it. No one may need it. You know, there may be a few people need it. I've, you know, there have been people that have reached out to me over the past year for insight and just, you know, just some knowledge about what the process may be like. And I'm always willing to share information. I'm not really a hoarder of information. And I wish that somebody would have told me some of the challenges that I would, that I've encountered, but I didn't really get that response from people. And so that was more motivation for me to be a resource because I didn't really, I would reach out to people and they would just sort of like how many followers you have, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, okay, is that how it is now? I can't, I, I mean, yeah, that's, the, that's the number one question. It's like, wow. I just can't, I, you know, I, it, it took a lot for me to open myself up publicly and have a public facing social media page because mm -hmm. I'm generally, I'm a very private person. So you know, just putting myself out there like that was a huge, huge step for me. And to put yourself out there and then reach out for help and have somebody sort of tell you, well, you're not out there enough. <laughs> You've already extended yourself so far beyond your comfort zone. It's, it's like, I don't get any credit for the two followers that I do have. Like, <laughs> So, so it was, I was getting all kinds of responses and, you know, like sort of subtle rejections. And I was, I was surprised. I was surprised by that. Yeah. I was surprised. What's the one, if you, cause you said you wish somebody could have told you some, so if somebody could have told you one thing, what's the one thing you would have wanted somebody to tell you? The one thing that I wish someone would have told me would have been about, honestly, about the barcodes, the UPC codes for hmm. products. I had no clue about that. And um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a clue about that. And I did, I read and read and read 
And I did not, I just didn't have a clue. And I found out as maybe the month before I was launching and it was an unexpected expense and it wasn't really all that cheap, but it, it blindsided me, you know? So I think operationally, that was one of the, that's one of the things that I wish someone would have told me because I didn't know. Is there, you, you've had a year now, um, you've been running the business for a year. Is it anything you would do different looking back? Yeah, I think looking back, I think, well, you know what? No, no, okay. no, there's nothing. There's nothing I would, I would do because I was going to say yes. And then I was going to go down my laundry list of things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would have did this. I would have did that. But I don't want to dis. I just don't want to devalue the learning experiences that I've had over the past year. And I think by going back, talking about where I could have changed things, I would have totally robbed myself of the opportunity for uh, gaining that knowledge and that wisdom and that insight and information that could potentially be valuable to somebody else. So um, I would not say that I would change anything right now. Now, next week, <laughs> <laughs> I could probably give you a completely different answer, but so far, no, I, I, I think, I, I think there's a blessing in every um, everything that's happened over the past year. And even though there's been many, many, many countless times during that time that I have not seen the, the, um, the result of all of those sacrifices and mistakes and whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. But I know, I know that it's going to be worth it. I know it's all going to be worth it. And, and, and so I don't want this to be every, I, I want, I want to make sure we talk about something positive. Cause I don't want this to be like doom and gloom. Cause you did make it a year. So what has been the most exciting thing about this year? Oh, just doing what I love. You know, I wake up, I can put lipstick on. I wear lipstick. I change my lipstick color. I can refer lipstick shades to people. That's what I enjoy. I love I just love doing that. That lights a fire in me when people call me. I, yes, I know about a ton of other things, but it's something about when someone calls and says, what color do you think or what shade do you think would look best? You know, this is my skin tone. And just being able to give my honest feedback about something that I am so passionate about, something that may seem trivial to other people or superficial. Um, I see the depth in what I'm doing. I'm not looking at it as it's just lipstick. No, there are so many things and feelings and emotions and that are attached to that and how it makes you feel. It's not about what it is. It's about what it does for you. And it may do, it does something differently for everybody, including myself. And just being able to provide something that people enjoy and people find delight in it, um, it just, it really, 
I mean, it just makes me glow from the inside. I'm so happy about that. So you sound happy. I am. <laughs> Even sound, through the struggle. That's great. That's great. Because, I mean, I think every, no, not think, I know everybody's looking for something that they're passionate about. So even with the COVID and, the, you know, the way things played out this year, it's great to see that you're still passionate about it. I am. And then just having the opportunity, because writing was always a passion of mine um, ever since I was very young. And so just being able to combine those two things and not intentionally, you know, I didn't look at it. I didn't, I, when I started the blog, I wasn't really looking at it from a personal standpoint per se, but I realized very early on in that process that, wait a minute, you're doing what you've always wanted to do. You've always wanted to to write and you love lit. So it's like the two things have, have met. My two passions have found a way to incorporate themselves into my daily professional life. And I am just, you know, sometimes you get so busy, you don't get to really look at it from certain perspectives. And that was one of them just how things sort of find their way to you, your passion sort of find you in a sense. <laughs> yeah, like they kind of intertwine pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, unintentionally. It was totally unintentional. But um, like I said, I was looking at it in terms of just sharing information. But I, I, I realized like, wait a minute, I can write about something that I actually love while doing something that I actually love you know so it was it was it's it's a blessing it's a, it doesn't always feel like it <laughs> <laughs> it does not always feel like it and I question sometimes but uh, I realize um, you know this has been a humbling experience for me so I am learning to appreciate every little pleasure that I find and get from doing this. Well, I hope you do continue to write more because the blog showed that you, you you can be an excellent writer. Um, I don't know oh, if, you know, so much. yeah, I, I don't know if that was the plan or, you know, well, you said you used to write, so I can tell because it was, you know, I've really, and for the people wanting, you just have to follow her page, Sam Lee Cosmetics. And the, is the blog still in your link? Yeah, it's still there. It's still there. They can go to the website. They have to scroll to the bottom uh, of the page and they can find the link to either the most recently published blog or all of the blogs. So Okay. Because it was really it was really informative. Like I think everybody who's starting a business or starting something, I think it's a really good read because you just you just address like, you know, the support thing, which I found to be very interesting and just your journey overall, because a lot of times, you know, we only hear the glitz and the glamour business and a lot of people don't make it a year. <laughs> so for you to make it a year is, is especially it's hard to make it a year with normal times, but to make it a year 
during these challenging times is really an accomplishment. So I commend you and congratulate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And same to you. What are you looking forward to the most moving forward? Doing more. I'm looking forward to just doing more, um, being more of a resource, expanding my platform, and, um, you know, continuing to, you know, uh, expand my offerings. And and I, I haven't really, I just recently added a shade for the first time um, in the past since I launched. And so- shade, um, What's the shade you added? Black. It's called Black Black. Well, describe it. I mean, it's I mean, the, the listeners are hopefully the listeners because <laughs> I'm just so, thinking black. So no, it's not just black. It's black black. So the reason why I came up with that that name is because I always say, you know, sometimes just in general conversation, you you say, you always double the adjectives, (laughs) you know, how much of something something is. And so this isn't just a black lipstick. This was black, black, because we are black and black is beautiful and it's magical. And so this shade wasn't just a black lipstick. This was black, black. So (laughs) it had, it just represents, I mean, I just felt like it really commemorated the times that we're in as far as the pride and, and uh, the increased um, sort of um, the opportunities that we have right now to highlight ourselves and celebrate ourselves and celebrate our blackness and our culture. And I just felt like, I love that. I love that name. It's black, black. So yeah. So it's a liquid, it's a liquid matte lipstick and it's really black it's beautiful it looks beautiful I'm not really a black lipstick sort of person that's people would always associate stuff like that like with being gothic or you know something like something like that but I just I just don't see it that way anymore okay So, so you know so I was excited about adding a adding a new product to the collection and and so I'm looking forward to doing that more. Um, I'm, I've been experimenting with some uh, other products that will highlight the eyes, especially like I mentioned before uh, that, you know, considering that there are all these mandates and people are wearing masks and not really having the opportunity to, to show off their lip colors. There's other facial features that we can always highlight. And I want to, be able to be a source for people who choose to, you know, showcase, showcase their creativity and their, their beauty in that way. So I'm exploring some, some products that will help me do that and help me offer that to people. Well, again, I want to congratulate you on the one year and also Um, I also want to help you celebrate. So in honor of your one year, I'm going to make sure I purchase two, two lipsticks. Um, so whoever's listening, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a couple of days to listen. So whoever listening, you, if you email me and my, um, 
on Instagram because I check my Instagram the most. If you Instagram me on Instagram, hold on, let me back up. I'm talking too quick. If you send me a message on Instagram, or if you know me personally and you got my number, just shoot me a text and say, hey, I want the tube of lipstick. Is that what it is, the tube? I don't know. It's 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 lipstick. It's like original lipstick. There is a, a liquid matte lipstick, and there's a lip lacquer, which is sort of similar to a lip gloss. It has more color and um, has more... Fashion. All right, well, I'm gonna keep it simple. So just send me the message saying you want it, and I'll make sure to buy it. So the first two people to hit me up and say they want it, I'll buy it because we got to continue to support each other. And she's been supporting me from day one, so it's the least I could do for her. Thank so. you. Well, thank you so much. You've been, Jim, I'm so that you are in your platform with me, people like myself. Uh, and just giving us an, an opportunity to share our and our experiences. So we really appreciate you. Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm praying that my platform continue to grow and I can just continue to share it because, you know, our job is to all continue to elevate each other. So that's the goal. Yes. The before, before we leave, make sure we tell the people how they can follow you on following on social media yes so all of my social media handles are the same sam lee uh cosmetics and you can follow me on twitter and look and the website is com. okay and congratulations again it's been a pleasure having you and, you know, we'll continue to interact and I'll continue to support as much as I can. Yes. Thank you so, so much. And I will do the same. And I can't thank you enough. Oh, no. I want to thank everyone who takes the time to listen to the podcast. I truly appreciate it. I mean, you can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. I'm also on Facebook as conversations lamp. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day.